Hey, Dreamers. I can't believe it. We are so close to Dreamers Podcast existing for three whole years. To celebrate this amazing accomplishment, I have decided to put together a live event here just outside of Philadelphia, May 20th. DreamCon will be an all-day event where you can meet past guests, network with other Dreamers, and play minute-to-minute games to raise money for charity, and of course, so much more. Tickets are on sale now at superjoepardo.com slash dreamcon. I can't wait to see you all there. Hey, Dreamers. My guest today is making her dreams come true by growing her business. Dreamers, I'd like to welcome to the show Charlotte Chipperfield, and I hope I said that all correctly. Yes, Chipperfield. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much for taking the time today to be on the show, Charlotte. Yeah, thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. So why don't you get started by giving some background about yourself? Sure. Um, well, I'm Charlotte Chipperfield. I'm the founder and CEO of Chipperfield Media, and we are a digital marketing agency based in the San Francisco Bay Area. And we focus on kind of uh, what do we, social media um, and email marketing and content development. And so I've been in marketing for about eight years, and my background isn't necessarily a direct path there. I actually started in the wine industry being in California and started making wine before managing some tasting rooms in both Oregon and California, um, and then moved into the marketing side. So it's been a really fun journey, and I still get to work with wine clients now, which is a lot of fun. Um, But yeah, I started the company uh, about three years ago. It was kind of one of those things where life almost pushed me into it in a way. Um, It was something I had been thinking about for a while, and it just became time to, to take the leap, if you will. Well, yeah. I, so when you, when you found out that you're ready to take that leap, um, what was, what was some of the things that you were thinking about and feeling, uh, about the idea that you were going to, to make the leap into owning your own business? Yeah, it's something I had thought about for a really long time. Even back when I was in college, I always knew I wanted to own a business. And so I think for me, I took most of my 20s to kind of figure out what that was going to be. For a while, it was going to be a restaurant. And so I did go to culinary school. um, And that's actually where I took my first wine classes and was like, wait, there's this whole industry I want to learn about. So I kind of dove headfirst into that industry and um, learned as much as I could and grew through that industry. Um, and so I started a wine blog and was teaching a lot of wine classes. And so then I was like, well, maybe my business will be sort of wine education company, um, which it did start that way. And then it kind of slowly became a wine education and marketing company, um, working with a couple wineries to launch their social media and their email marketing. And so about that time, I was still working a full-time job in marketing within the wine industry. And I actually lost that job. And so for me, it was sort of like, well, I've kind of started a business and I need to make a living now. So I had to put it together. (laughs) (laughs) And so, um, yeah, as I kind of kept evolving, the marketing side of the company just kept growing and growing and I had less time to teach wine classes. And so I kind of made the decision to stick with the marketing. Um, I've always been a very avid writer. And so for me, being able to help write copy for social media posts and designing that strategy. Same with email marketing really allowed me to kind of feed that the the author in me. 
so, um, so yeah, Timberfield Media became a, a full-fledged digital marketing company. And, and how many years ago was that now? That was three years ago. Three years ago. How do you, how do you feel about that, that leap now? That leap now? Um, I'm so grateful for it. Um, I, I think it was terrifying in the beginning. It's, it's, scary and you start to question like should I be doing this should I not be doing this and now I'm like I'm glad that I kept pushing and kept moving towards my dream so so okay so once you I mean obviously you had already started down that journey a bit before um losing your job but uh what were some of the first steps you took like okay now I'm going to make this into uh a company and and now what Mm mm-hmm Um, for me, it was getting very clear on what I wanted that to look like, um, exactly what services I was going to offer. And it was kind of reaching out to my network and it was talking and asking a lot of questions. There was a lot of Googling things. Um, and you know, I have a lot of, I enjoy the kind of the setting up to the business part of it. And I think that might just be the inner entrepreneur in me, but I like deciding kind of your business structure. What is that going to look like? Are you going to be a sole proprietor? Are you going to be an LLC? Um, what sort of systems do you need in place to make your life easier? Um, what can you automate? What can you outsource? Um, so I like all the decision makings as much as I like the work that I do for my clients. Well, that's good. Cause there is a lot of decision making involved. <laughs> yeah, it's not as simple as just getting to do the, the work that you, you enjoy. Um, unfortunately, at least until you get big enough to be able to afford more people to do all the things you don't want to do. Right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So, um, so how, how did your family take this departure from like, Hey, I went to school and, um, did all this and, and now I'm going to go and start my own business. You know, they've been very supportive. Um, I think there have been moments where it's been really challenging. And when I personally been questioning it, they're like, well, what do you need? Like, how do we support you? But, um, and maybe they've even questioned like, is she going to do it? <laughs> Uh, but no, overall, everyone's been so loving, so caring and very supportive. So I feel very lucky for that. Well, I mean, that's awesome that there, that, you, you know, you have that, that support to be like, okay, how can I help? Like, what, like I, I, I might not understand what you're doing or why you're doing it or anything like that, but, but how can I help? Yeah, I think that, I mean, it's the biggest comfort anyone who's out there starting their own business. I think they know it's, you have these moments of questioning and you have these moments of success. And so anyone that's going to be there to kind of help pull you up when you're down, but also celebrate your successes or, or people you want to surround yourself with. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, um, have you found any challenges with trying to find surround yourself with those types of people? Um, I mean, I think my family for sure have been super supportive. I think there maybe have been some individuals along the way, um, that, you know, and the friends who maybe haven't felt or aren't sure on what I'm doing or, or why I'm doing it. So maybe we used to be super close. We're not as close now. But other than that, you know, it's been a great response. So, yeah, I mean, it's so sad when you have to start to, to go down that road of like reducing the amount of hours. And um, and sometimes it's not necessarily uh, because they don't get it, but because you have to work that many hours and don't have time to exactly. to maintain that um and and if they're not getting it then it's even less likely that they're willing to stick around uh you know or stick around as closely as they did in the past because you're not around because you're right. busy trying right. to make this work 
Right. (laughs) So what's been the biggest roadblock for you? Oh, that's a good question. Um, Yeah, I think for me, there was a lot of mindset adjustments I had to make. Um, I think when you're working in like a nine to five, there's a very different mentality. And when you're kind of on your own and everything is dependent on you, there is kind of that imposter syndrome that comes up. And so it's kind of overcoming that and, and really being your own support and your own cheerleader, um, especially when you're feeling down. I think that's been probably the biggest challenge. So what, what's some of the things that you've done to, to try to be your biggest cheerleader? Yeah, I think I try and take a step back and I realize that I'm always really hard on myself. And so I try to make sure that I really look at both my wins and my successes and celebrate them. I, I try and celebrate the little wins and the big wins. And if I'm really feeling down, then I definitely try and step away from the business for a little while. If it be like an hour or, you know, take the rest of the day off and just go do something that I really enjoy. And that usually kind of brings me back and centers me and I get the little perspective that I need. And it's usually just that I'm being too hard on myself. <laughs> Well, you know, it's so easy to fall into that trap of being too hard on yourself because you're the one that's, you know, living it. You're the one that is um, looking at it with a, um, uh, what's the term I'm thinking of? You know, you're you're the one that's looking at it through through a certain, you know, shaded glass, uh, like 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 sunglasses, right? Like you're you're looking at it with a critiquing. I and and like oh you know this could be so much better this could be so much easier if I just did this but the reality is it's like yeah there, there's so many things that you could always do but th- there's time or money that are usually standing in your way of doing one, one or the other is probably standing in your way of accomplishing that and and that I I found uh can really play a big part in um messing with your your psyche Yes, I cannot agree with that more. And I think the other thing I've learned, too, is that everything takes a lot longer than you anticipate. You might lay out the best path you can imagine and you execute everything and then it's just a matter of of time. And so it's hard not to get impatient as well. But it's, uh, yeah, there's so many challenges in in starting your own business. There there are, there are. Um, So growing up, what was uh, your childhood dream? Uh, well, my first childhood dream was to be an Olympic swimmer, so that didn't pan out. <laughs> um, but I still swim a lot now. I actually op- uh, compete in open water swims, so I still get that little competitive edge. But other than that, it was to be kind of an author and to be creative. And so I feel very lucky that I've been able to kind of carve that out for myself. Um, and I get to show my clients creativity through my social media um, consulting that I do for them, as well as you know, any content or email marketing. Yeah. I mean, that's so, uh, yeah. Marketing is a great outlet for, for creatives to actually make money. Right. Like right. as a, as a, I don't want to say respected profession, but as a, a, um, as a profession that gets paid for the profession of creativity. Right. Like, yeah. It's yeah. much easier to be a, a paid marketer than it is on the New York Times bestselling list. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, that or, 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 or as like a painter or anything like that, it's like, 
yeah, those are great. And, and, you know, a certain percentage of people will have the drive and the, and, and the, uh, the, the, a little bit of luck and a little bit of being in the right place at the right time and a little bit of painting the right thing at the right time uh, to, to make that in say, if you wanted to be a painter to, to make that happen as a, as, as a career without the need to be like, yeah, I'm a marketer because everything else required. They want like a ton of, um, uh, well, not a ton of, but the, everything else, isn't necessarily a, a paid profession. I could go work at a, at a company and get paid real dollars for today right. rather than like, well, if I make all these paintings, maybe someday will somebody will realize it and then they'll be worth money and hopefully I'll be alive. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so with, uh, with that said, what are your, what do your dreams look like for the future for your business and for you and for, I, I mean, for everything. Yeah, it's a great question. I think for the business, it's to keep growing. Um, I definitely want to build um, a team and have a full-flown agency. I've got a couple people that are working with me now um, part-time, so I would hope to shift that into kind of the full-time realm. And yeah, keep growing the business to be um, possibly in more than one location. We're dreaming really big. And yeah, I think for me, eventually it'll be, like you said, hiring people to do the tasks I don't enjoy as much. And and maybe even traveling and speaking more. Um, I speak at a lot of different conferences and seminars, so um, I really enjoy sharing that knowledge with people as well. Yeah, I mean, you kind of you kind of have to to be able to um, be able to establish your expertise to the masses, right? Yeah, no, speaking is definitely a great way to get out in front of new audiences and especially different industries too. I think that's what has been so fun for me is that social media applies to just about every single industry. So you get to meet people who do some fascinating um, work. And if it be a nonprofit or if it be product driven, it, it's, it's fascinating to meet different people and, and hear their stories. And um, there's so many products too that are out there that really make our lives all better. And so being a part of that messaging is what really excites me. Um, is there one particular campaign that you've put together that you're like, overly proud of? Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> that's almost like picking favorites among children. I feel like <laughs> I, don't know. I know I get that. I get that every time someone's like, so what's your favorite episode of your show? Like right. really? I, you know, if it was just me and, and, and it was just a solo show, then I would say, then I would probably pick an episode, you know, pick an episode, but you know, being a show with, with guests like that's, yeah, it's, it'd be tough to pick a favorite. Yeah. I will say there hasn't been anything I've worked on that I didn't like. So I feel excited and lucky about that. Oh, wow. Okay. So, so even even like your earliest work, you, you really were excited and happy and you're still happy with? Yeah. I mean, I think I'm still happy with There's always, you know, room for improvement and you look at back <laughs> at some of the things. But I think that's also, it shows how much social media and email marketing changes and what applied three years ago doesn't apply today. So it's uh it's interesting to even watch that progression. Yeah, no, I would agree with there. Um, doing you know social media marketing is is uh, it, it's it's constantly changing and and I I mean I don't know about you but I'm uh like on my desktop I actually um turn off my ad blocker for Facebook because I want to see the ads and see what other people are doing. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, no, I think it's, it's fun to see kind of how you get targeted. <laughs> I know too. sometimes I'm looking at like, um, competitors for my clients and what they're doing. And then all of a sudden I get all their competitor ads on my newsfeed, but it's, I, I think it's great research. It's a good way to, to see what other people are doing. And I think there's still a really good balance on Facebook and that you're not getting inundated with ads. And, um, I like the format still, if you do see them, fits within the newsfeed pretty seamlessly that you can scroll by it if it doesn't apply to you. But most of the time I find people are pretty creative and they're very targeted. So it tends to be something of interest or something that you might use. So I've actually come across things that I um, have been kind of thinking about but didn't know existed. And so I've had some of my problems solved that way. So I think it's, I know some people get annoyed by it, but I think most people that are advertising on that platform are really trying to provide something that's unique for you. Yeah. And you know, I think that, um, I think that, that if you're going to have to have ads regardless, right? Like nobody's paying for Facebook. <laughs> like that's, right. <laughs> that's a very real reality that, that isn't more than likely going away anytime soon. Um, so in order to pay for it, they gotta, they have to sell ad space and generate revenue that way. So, which is great. Good for them. Um, but a good part and knowing it from both sides of the coin, like it's really awesome. And it's only gotten better as far as being able to target, um, specific groups of people for very specific reasons, uh, and, and being able to, to like dial it in so that you can, create the message and landing page and everything so that everything um rings true through and through i don't mean to rhyme like that but but (laughs) but that's really what like in my experience is what needs to happen in order for you to have people be interested in what you have to offer yeah and the cost for that too is so minimal um and being that targeted and really understanding who your audience is i mean it's it can be very cheap, especially for click through rates or impressions. So getting more eyes onto your content, it's a great efficient way to do that. Um, because you know, the old school advertising of TV ads or newspapers, you don't know how many people are seeing it and there's no data behind it. Um, and they tend to be traditionally a lot more expensive. So being able to, to really get clear on your audience, get targeted, for a, a less price and to then get data on it. I think it's so valuable. Oh, totally. I mean, you can do a whole, like, you, you know, from the comfort of your home, you could be uh, figuring all this out rather than, you know, Oh, I got to contact the, the, the newspaper and talk to somebody on the phone and develop that and then hope that they like it and that they'll run it. And like, you know, and the cost is, is a lot more and, you know, being able to, to drop in $5, you know, $25 a week and be like, okay, I'm going to figure out who my message should be targeted to based on who's clicking on it is, is so invaluable. Um, you know, it's, 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 it, it, it really takes what they do with, um, like specific channels like on cable TV, right. Or, or specific, um, magazines, right. Magazines that are targeted to specific sets of people. Uh, they, it takes it to like a whole different level of, of being able to do that from the comfort of your home without bothering anybody. And within 20 minutes you have an answer of yes, it's going to be shown and it can start being shown right away. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's that instant, instant 
Uh, oh my gosh (laughs) (laughs) oh man Uh, instant gratification yes there we go i know it's for me well it's not late for you but it's it's getting late for me my brain's already getting scrambled (laughs) Scrambled. i know need more coffee or something (laughs) yeah 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 um so so yeah so uh so do you mostly work on facebook or facebook twitter google instagram well i mean instagram and facebook are pretty much synonymous at this point integrated at this point yeah i mean they're integrated in the same company they function as two very different platforms um but yes i spend most of my time on instagram facebook and twitter um but we are branching more into snapchat and um obviously with linkedin Google Plus, not so much. I think everyone's kind of <laughs> unsure how to use that other than for SEO. Um, there are some communities that are more active on there, but they're not ones that necessarily are, are buying wine off of Google eh. Plus, for example. <laughs> well, I, I wasn't saying Google Plus. I was saying Google, like Google Ads. Yeah, we don't do too much of the Google AdWords spend. Um, most of it is all done on Facebook. Oh, okay. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So um, before we share any last thoughts that you have, is there, uh, how can people get in contact with you? Yeah, absolutely. Um, definitely through our website at chipperfieldmedia.com and then on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, um, Snapchat at Chipperfield Media. Awesome. Yeah, I will definitely have those in the show notes uh, so people can check out and connect with you. Uh, I would definitely uh, recommend it if Uh, So is there any last thoughts you'd like to share? Oh, gosh. I mean, I think if there are any of your listeners who are thinking about starting a business, I would say go for it, jump into it, um, and follow your dreams. And for anyone who is thinking about their social media strategies and are unsure of what to do, I would just say to be authentic and to kind of show your personality behind your business or your brand. Couldn't agree more. I think that uh, that's definitely the best way because you're going to connect with the people that that are going to want to connect with you. And and that's really the best way because they're going to identify with you. And and it's going to be that much easier for you to um, sell to them, work with them, connect with them. I I mean, actually, like connect to them, not just connect with them on a, oh, I identify with this person um, or this brand level. Right, right. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Charlotte, for for coming on the Dreamers Podcast. I really appreciate you taking the time, and I'd love to have you on the show again uh, in like a year or so to check in and see how you've been. Sounds great. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Dreamers Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Dreamers Podcast. Join us on Facebook at facebook.com slash dreamerspodcast. If you or someone you know would like to be a guest on the Dreamers Podcast, please send an email to j at jpar.co. This podcast is copyright 2014 by jpar.co.